If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about Catalina, the retreat in the sacred valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu, Peru. Uh, been looking forward to this for quite some time. Uh, you can connect with us at BraveHeartsForKids.org, uh, BraveHeartsRadio.org, where you can find all the past episodes on uh, of the BraveHearts Radio Show. And you can even find a place to donate now if you like the work that we're doing and would like to help us continue to do this. Uh, our guest today is Daniel Gutierrez. Uh, he is a New York Times bestselling author, Radical Mindfulness, and got to check that out. And he's the founder of Catalina, the uh, resort in the Sacred Valley of the Incas in Peru. Uh, his website, danielgutierrez.com or catalinaretreatcenterperu.com. We'll mention that a couple more times during the show and make sure that you get that. So, um, man, welcome to the show, Daniel. Well, thank you, Brian, and I'm really excited about um doing the show with you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, we I, I always uh, love the way that we get connected with people. And, uh, you know, I, I was um, I was in a um, I was in a Zoom meeting and got uh, uh, sent to a breakout session. And uh, the the uh, uh, the other person in the breakout session was Ann Fox. And we we made a connection on, uh, well, what do you like to do? I like to do retreats. Oh, I like to do retreats. And then she said, we got one going on. And she would tell me about the uh, <laughs> uh, Catalina Retreat Center in uh, in Peru and uh, about uh, this guy that she knew, Daniel Gutierrez. And uh, I thought, man, that sounds really interesting. And so uh, so we started making the connection. I've I've been to the I've been to Catalina. And uh, and I'm and I'm definitely going back. Um, how how did uh, you know? How, how's it been going there? Here in Peru, well, you know, yeah. we're still as a country, we're we're still we're still locked down. Um, but that's supposed to change here in another month. But other than that, you know, I think things have been very slow and calm. I think that's the best way I can put that. Is you know, as we wait through. Uh, this in, this pandemic that we've been going through, it's affected our entire world. We've been very mm-hmm. blessed because we have a lot of projects here um, at Catalina that we're working on, including the virtual live retreat, which, uh, as you mentioned, Ann Fox and I have been doing. And um, it, it's been an interesting time, Brian, coming from Los Angeles, California to Peru, and then having the bottom fall out um, really um, put me on a trajectory to spend more time inward. <laughs> Well, it, and you know the 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 center itself. You know, and if someone uh, you know wants to wants to go take a look at um, uh, Catalina Retreat Center Peru dot com and and see the center. There's some video uh, of the uh, of the retreat mm-hmm. facility itself. And I remember before the first time we did a retreat with you, there was a, a, a video that you did. And um, one of the first things that uh, that the group did. 
uh, in this virtual in that virtual retreat was to uh, describe something that that uh, stood out for them. And in the in the retreat work that I've done in the past, one of the things that I'll ask people to do uh, for a say a board of directors retreat is I'll ask the board members to uh, describe a perfect day for your organization, say five years in the future. And then uh, by interviewing the board members, I'm able to uh, create a narrative. I weave their stories together, and we present that at the beginning of the uh, retreat and and uh, make things uh, happen from there. Uh, what I did personally was I wrote a story about 10 years ago about a place that I would go to where I would meet with thought leaders from around the world. And, uh, you know, it just, it was such an uplifting experience and it's it's been a real driving force for me. And one of the things about that uh, retreat center that I wrote about uh, was that it had a red tiled roof. And that was such an important part of it that I even called the story the red tiled roof. And uh, that, that was the feature that I remember about Catalina is that it has a red tiled <laughs> roof. Was, I found the place, man. You, you, you got it. <laughs> yes, we do. You know, what's really interesting, Brian, is that um, that video that you got to see, I actually, we did today. Primarily because, as I said uh, a few minutes ago, we are continually uh, updating Catalina during these last six months. We've had the time to really take a look at how we can improve it. And as you know, we're building a uh, replica of a 500-year-old chapel that sits in Pizac, Peru, uh, here on campus. And so now the video has some new things that you'll be able to see as people um, view that video. That, that sounds great. You know, the, um uh, I think you had an updated video for the for the second time the that uh, yeah, did. did the retreat, <laughs> and then you know now now again I oh, just keep getting better. Yes, better and better every day. Be- better, more, yeah, better, more, better and more content. So, um, and the uh, the retreat is centered on uh, on uh, mindfulness, right? Yes, yeah, pretty much um, centered around radical mindfulness, which is the title of my book. Um, mm-hmm. And just to give you an idea, because people always say, what's the difference in mindfulness and radical mindfulness? And mm-hmm. mindfulness is simply the act of being present. And you can mindfully walk, you can mindfully eat. Radical mindfulness is the practice of mindfulness. And I'll give you a quick example. When, when we do meditation or yoga, whatever it is that we do, and a lot of people are into some sort of, of, of meditation or uh, practice in the morning before they go to work, or in the evening when they come home. And I always say that if you have a practice, let's just use yoga, and you go and you do yoga for 45 minutes or an hour, and you get on your major freeway, any major freeway, and someone cuts you off, and the very first thing that happens is not very nice words or hand gestures fly up, you don't have a practice. Because that's the whole point of a practice, right? Is to be mindful all the time, and that's why it's radical. Because to be mindful 80% of the time versus 10% of the time is very radical. And it's something mm-hmm. that can be done. And, and I don't even know if 80% is really doable. Maybe it's 50. I don't know what the number is, but more than 10. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and is that the way I hear it is uh, radical mindfulness is, is something like being mindful of being mindful. Yes. Is that, yes. Uh, you know, yes. that, that may... That, that, that may so, yeah. <laughs> It's like the act of the ultimate observer, yeah. observing okay. your thoughts, right? You're the ultimate observer, observing your thoughts, and, and that's exactly right. So mindfully, mindfully 
paying attention to your mindfulness. It really makes a difference in your life. And, and you know, it's, you know, I, I do the I do these personal retreats, you know, that that I do at, at, at holidays, where I, I I just I just sit. I call them Einstein retreats or water retreats. You know, Albert Einstein used to go and sit by the water for two weeks at a time. He said it was the most productive time in in his whole life for creativity and thought. And and so I, I do these uh, these these retreats, and I I, I wind up with. Um, uh, you know, with with this, uh, what if it were possible? Uh, possibility statements, and the and the first one on my list uh, for the past several months has been, what if we're possible to be mindful? Mm. And uh, and then the next one is, uh, what if we're possible to always, always, always practice positive self talk, and and then have mm. a sense of humor about it when I don't. And I, right, I thought, we're not perfect. We're <laughs> yeah, because because it, it's like you know, what if we're what if it were possible to always, always, always practice positive self talk? You know, it's like, yeah, that, what if we're positive? But it's like, but it's like I I know that sometimes I will misplace my keys and then I cuss myself out. No, right, because we usually. Out. Yeah, cuts you. Yeah, or someone else, or you know, somebody you know uh, cuts you off on the highway, like you were giving the example. Uh, it you know, it's 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 usually not something that's really important that uh, that will set us off. Uh, so uh, being mindful of that uh, may be helpful, I suppose. Yeah, and I think the questions that you just asked, Brenner, is very uh, uh, interesting questions because the the universe responds to questions. What if? You know, what would it look like if I was mindful more of the time than not? And the best time to ask that question, believe it or not, is right before you go to bed. And why is that? Because the subconscious mind actually works on whatever you see, what you put into it last. So people who have Mm -hmm. nightmares that are watching The Walking Dead before they go to bed might not be watching The Walking Dead before they go to bed, right? Because the the mind and the dreams are are trying to solve the problems that that it lasts saw or was entered into the, into the brain. So if the question that you just asked was, what would it look like if, if, if I was more mindful more of the time gives the brain something to work on while you're sleeping. And then when you open your eyes, the next question you could ask is, show me a sign today of mm. what that would look like. And, and it's mm. magical. So I love what you just said because it's so true. What would it look like if I was more mindful? you know, more mindful. And that, that's true about anything. What would it look like if I had the job of my dream? What would it look like if I had the relationship of my dreams? It all, all works the same. Well, and that's the question that, that, that we ask is, what if it were possible? And it came came around originally because uh, it, it came around as a, um, uh, a question uh, between, you know, well, what if it were possible uh, to have have a retreat even though you can't have people there? Well, Mm-hmm. How would how would that look? What would it be like? You know, uh, what is someone doing that is already doing that? You know, because a lot of times when when you know in, in my own life and talking with people, and they say, you know, I, I I understand somebody does that, but I can't do that. And mm-hmm. and you say, well, what if it were possible that you could do that? Well, how would that happen? What, what kind of behavior did that other person have to do that 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 made it work for them? Well, you know, the interesting thing about the virtual retreats that we have here at Catalina is first you have to have a good team. And, and I partnered up with, with your friend, Ann Fox, who's mm-hmm. just a dream at understanding Zoom, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And we didn't have any idea what that looked like. As you said, we, what would it look like? What would it look like? And how do you do it? How do you do it? Well, we didn't have any of those answers uh, in the beginning. 
but we quickly realized what needed to be done. Like I didn't have, uh, at the time, there wasn't uh, uh, retreat bandwidth across Wi-Fi across the entire property. That didn't mm-hmm. exist. We had Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. but only in the reception center in my office. Now, it, now because we dared to dream bigger and say, what would it look like to have Wi-Fi in the middle of the property? As, as you've seen, you know, when we have a fire pit or a dispatch of ceremony, we have that now. And so I think part of the question is, is also being willing to listen for the answer mm-hmm. and not judging it. And not not jumping to it. Well, that's where you're you're putting that thought in your mind, and that when before you go to bed, uh, sounds like a great idea. I, I I always think of of things in terms of computing, you know, and uh, you know your computer has a, a lot of um, things going on in the background that you're not really. You know, I mean, I got my computer on now. I see the uh, the the note from uh, from Matt in engineering. It says we got just a minute or two till our our break, and uh, <laughs> you know, stuff like that is uh, like okay, that's active stuff. But Windows has a lot going on in the background, and DOS and whatever machine language is going on. Uh, that's 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 always working, and and I think uh, that that. Uh, um, it's it's kind of like your mind. You put something in there and you get it and and let it work. And sometimes we'll just say, mm-hmm. let's just let's just put that in the back of our mind and and uh, allow uh, the answer to come to us. And uh, I, I always like the way that works. So, well, it's the last day of summer here in uh, Chicagoland, and that means for you, Daniel, in Peru, it's the last day of winter. And uh, we're, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about uh, springtime in uh, in uh, the Sacred Valley uh, when we come back from the break. Uh, we're going to head to a break now. Stick with us on Bravehearts Radio. We've got Daniel Gutierrez from Catalina in Peru, and uh, we'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian 
His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Brave. Brave, excuse me. Oh, little. <clears throat> welcome back, Bravehearts. Uh, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And you're tuned into VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about Catalina. Uh, the retreat in the sacred valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu, Peru, with uh, our guest uh, Daniel Gutierrez. He's a New York Times best-selling author. He's the founder of Catalina. You can connect with him at DanielGutierrez.com or Catalina Retreat Center Peru. Dot com where you can find out about the uh, retreat center and the upcoming virtual retreats and there's there's one coming up um, this coming weekend uh, the it was the 25th 26th 27th Friday I think. Mm-hmm. yep Friday Friday evening and, and uh, 20 yeah and uh, so it's it, I, I tell you what it's 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 really uh, it's really an experience that it's a memorable experience uh, it, even if your 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 schedule is pretty tight for this weekend, I'd encourage you uh, listeners to hey take a look at the uh, uh, Catalina Retreat Center Peru dot com website and uh, look at the video. See you know to see the kind of the flyover of the site and uh, the the uh, the work that you're doing there, uh, Daniel is is really remarkable. And I, I mentioned going out of the first segment that. Uh, to, here in in Chicago land, it's the last day of summer, and uh, in uh, in Peru, uh, it's the last day of winter. So you start spring tomorrow. It's what a new what a feeling that has to be, uh, you know, coming coming out of the winter that you've had there. Um, yeah, just um, you've you've made a a lot of progress with the center, and I know you've done some amazing, wonderful things with the local folks there. Um, how how are the people there doing? They're, I mean, like I said, they're doing well. I mean, we we go into spring tomorrow. Where and we'll tell you what that means for us. There's two very distinct um, seasons for us: the dry season and the wet season. Hmm. And obviously, the wet season is going to be your springtime, right? Um, uh, April showers bring May flowers for you guys, right? So for us, um, we don't have like torrential rains until. February, uh, December, January, February. But what happens mm. is it starts to rain and everything turns so beautifully green. Uh, my flowers are beginning to bloom. And there's this one flower, and I don't know the name of it, but it's orange. And you, we know that spring is here or near because these flowers pop up out of the ground. They're wild. And they pop up. They're like a lily. They're so beautiful. And they mm-hmm. pop up by the hundreds. And they pop up mm. just, for, for, just for the announcement, and they go away. You won't see them again until next year. So wow. we're very excited about being in the springtime here because it's so beautiful. And obviously because the Sacred Valley is very much like the uh, California breadbasket where they grow a lot of crops. Uh, this is where a lot of crops are grown for most of Peru and a lot of other countries that buy the products from him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, the... Um no, you mentioned the flower. I I, I know there's uh, a lot of uh, a, a lot of color, a lot of flowers in the, in that area. And uh, one of the reasons is that they're I think they're pollinated by hummingbirds. Yes, uh, hummingbirds. Well, on on in Catalina here at the retreat center, we have 
I, uh, seven to ten different varieties of hummingbirds. So there's little bitty ones to the Andean uh, uh, hummingbird, which is very large, uh, mm-hmm. and actually uh, this time of year begins to build nests for its babies. Uh, and then we have about um, several hundred different kinds of birds, including a flock of parrots that fly in from the Amazon to eat the fruits off the top of the high trees here on property. So, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful time uh, here from now, which we're talking about September, uh, October, November. Very beautiful time here in Peru in the Sacred Valley. And, uh, yeah, so uh, listeners, mark your calendars, make your plans. Uh, a lot of pl- hummingbirds, flocks of parrots. Come on. Uh, how, how, uh, how, uh, how, <laughs> Wild parrots. <laughs> how perfect does it get? They're very, lo- and, they're very loud, I know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the people, the music, uh, the, um, the ceremonies, uh, really, really beautiful. And some of the, uh, uh, the crafts that the, that the local folks do there are just absolutely amazing. Yes, and so if you do go to the website, the uh, um, Catalina website, um, on the very top, you're going to see a button that says more. That's where you want to click to see the retreat center, the live uh, virtual retreat that uh, Brian's talking about. So make sure that when you go to the page, you're going to see a lot of tabs, but because we run out of tabs, you have to click on more to see the um, virtual retreat tab, and then you'll be able to see the videos that, um, and find out more about what this is about. Starts this Friday, the 25th, and goes through Sunday. Not intrusive in terms of time. We start at 5 o'clock on um, Friday, and we end around 7-ish. We're very good about sticking to our time. The, the next day, Saturday and Sunday, we start at 10, and we're usually done by 1 o'clock. And like Brian was saying, the, it's kind of like coming to Peru without having to leave your home. Uh, we do all the work to give you the experience of what the, the local people dress like, uh, their music. Uh, their ceremonies, um, and then also obviously getting a chance to really take a really good look at Catalina, which, by the way, is named after my mother. That's right. Yeah, and uh, you know that uh, also through the uh, the video uh, production uh, that uh, that we were able to go through. Uh, there's a there's a portrait of your mother. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I said there's a connection there with with my mother. Uh, because your your mother is surrounded by roses, and my mother's name was Rose. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Red cows, <laughs> <and> roses. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I tell you what. Sometimes I, you know, I, I'm always looking to make those connections. Sometimes you really got to stretch. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So in, um, in, we're 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 winding up summer here, and um, it, back in uh, in May when I did my uh, my personal retreat for Memorial Day weekend, I, I, I came up with the idea that this is the summer of abundance. It's an opportunity mm. because what the way I looked at it was was the 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 lifestyle that that we've that we have um, uh, fallen into with our uh, self quarantining or you know the response mm-hmm. to uh, covid has been has been almost like like being on a personal retreat all the time so there's a there's a real abundance of of time for for real you know thoughtfulness and and um, mindfulness uh, being present uh, being present 
uh, here at home or being being present uh, with uh, with those that we we connect with on uh, on the Zoom calls. But uh, you know, we call it the summer of abundance, and um, I I just I had I had I've had such a good time talking with people about the idea when when you know when when I when I ask you how you doing. And uh, and and uh, you responded very positively, you know, before we went on the show. And uh, when when people ask me how are you doing, and I I'll, I'll I, for years I've said never better. And I I'm thinking, uh, you know, a few months ago I thought, well, maybe people don't want to hear that right now. And then the more I would talk with people about it, they'd say, well, you know, that's really that's exactly what we need to hear. And so. Um, positive optimism and uh you know i i see i, I see you as a, as a very very optimistic person and i was i was telling you over the break when when i see your videos on linkedin or uh or facebook and and uh, you you post uh pretty regularly i man there you you're always so positive daniel um <laughs> i just thank you for that <laughs> yeah you know i i think that um Part of being mindful is is really recognizing that whatever we might be thinking about in terms of what, you know, even what COVID, catching COVID, watching people with COVID, that a lot of our thoughts are based on the past and based on the future. And in those two spaces, there's very little, very little we can do. But in the present moment, I can stay more positive or happier if I allow myself to experience the moment for its richness, for what it is. And I ask myself, how am, how am I right now? Mm-hmm. Am I okay right now? Yes, of course I am. And if that's true, then how can we not be happy? You know, how can we not see the joy in the fact that we're still here? We're all still here. We're here. Or I'm here. And I'm going to enjoy this moment until something shifts and changes. So I appreciate that. I, I don't know that I always wake up uh, being happy, but I always find my way there because mm-hmm. I always recognize that if I'm not mindful, then, I, then I'm allowing my thoughts and I, and to run with me and run into the past and, and get into fear, doubt, and disbelief. And when I get into fear, doubt, and disbelief, I, 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 obviously I'm not going to be as happy. So I really appreciate um, your comments. Well, and that you know, getting into fear, doubt, and disbelief, as as you as you mentioned, those are um, there. There's uh, uh, negative negative thoughts about the past. There are negative thoughts about the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are never helpful. I think positive thoughts about the past, great memories. Um, negative thoughts, maybe even lessons learned. Sure, but um, but to, right. to spend your present time. Thinking about something in the past or thinking about something in the in the future is spending your present time on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah, think I that's love that. you know when 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 uh, Einstein you know second Einstein reference here today Daniel uh, when Einstein said um, uh, time is an illusion, albeit a very persistent illusion. Um, you know I, <laughs> I, I I don't think that you know I, you know I, I don't know the ins and out of relativity by any means, but I don't, I don't reckon that he was, was saying that there is no 
present, there is no, no future. I think what he was saying is, you know, we, we invented hours and days, you know, maybe not so much days, but we invented, you know, the time of day. And, uh, and um, uh, time is, is an illusion from the standpoint that it's always the present. We always live in the present. If we're thinking about something from the past or the future, we're, we're still living in the present, but we're spending it on that other thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, there's a great book I read many years ago called Einstein's Dreams. And it's oh. exactly what you're talking about. It was about time and relativity and how he actually came to understand that for himself. And most of it was through his dreams. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing thing to think about. Uh, and I think all, all in all, kind of like what you were sharing earlier on the show about his, uh, I think you were saying that his greatest uh, productive time or some of his productive time was sitting, you know, at a river or by water mm-hmm. uh, because he was present with whatever it is that he was experiencing. Well, my experience with that, with those uh, personal retreats, is that um, what happens is is I, I start to hear the authentic, what I call the authentic voice, uh, which uh, mm. is that that quiet voice that speak to speaks to us, not so much in words but in understanding. And then when you can put the understanding into words, then it, it might say something like, "Hey, Brian." Why don't you take the advice that you can been given everyone else for thirty years? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a physician heal thyself. As I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I you know I got six kids, so uh, I've got a lot of of that dad experience. Don't don't do what I did. You know. <laughs> that's right. I love it. Yeah. For the most part, they haven't. God bless them. Well, uh, we're we're uh, got got another break uh, coming right up, and uh, we will be back uh, with uh, Daniel Gutierrez from Catalina on the other side of sixty seconds. Stick with us. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google. Play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. 
His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Yes, indeed. Welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, took a little uh, sip of water during the break, so I didn't have that uh, frog in my throat this time around. Uh, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold. I'm the mission specialist, and uh, today we're talking about Catalina, the retreat in the sacred valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu, Peru, with Daniel Gutierrez. Uh, he's New York Times best-selling author of Radical Mindfulness and the founder of Catalina. Um, Daniel, uh, you know, you can reach him at uh, danielgutierrez.com or catalinaretreatcenterperu.com. Uh, you can reach me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.com. And, you know, coming into the third segment, I always have a little bit to say about the National Day Calendar. Nationaldaycalendar.com, uh, one of the great sponsors of the Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. Uh, and uh, National Day, the 21st of September, it's Chai Day. I think I'm saying that right, C-H-A-I. Uh, New York Day, each state has their own day, you know, and then Pecan Cookie Day. And uh, yeah. uh, you know, is it pe- Pecan or Pecan, Daniel? Well, I'm from Texas, it'd be Pecan to me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that because I, I had some friends from Dallas, you know, that uh, I, I, I remember uh, Sharon Burnside, you know, she's uh, uh, the administrative assistant for my boss, Dan Cahalan. Hi, all there. Dan was from Grapevine, and uh, we'd get together down there. And uh, we talked a little bit about um, uh, the Dallas neighborhood a little, a, a little bit uh, in uh, one of our conversations before the show. Uh, and that's your uh, that's your home territory too, isn't it? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there is Midlothian, Texas. I grew Midlothian, up Midlothian, Texas. Midlothian, Midlothian yeah. yeah. Which is a, yeah, it's about fifteen minutes outside of Dallas. Okay, yeah. Then you know that's um, Dallas, is a big town. You know. Uh, it is now. <laughs> five, six, I don't know, Chicago is something like 10 million metropolitan area. Uh, I come from North Dakota, you know, where um, I, I call it a small town with long streets because it's got 600,000 people in the whole state. You know, uh, mm. you got that, you got that in a, in, I mean, you got half of that in Arlington, the suburb of Dallas, you know. Um, right. So I mentioned, uh, you know, that we our, our summer theme was, um, the summer of uh, the summer of abundance, and uh, for a fall theme, I was thinking, "Oh, what should I do for fall theme?" And I thought, "I'm I'm do- presenting this program called the Aha Moment, and it's that uh, the Aha Moment being that that idea that uh, uh, when you, when you sit and listen to your quiet voice, that uh, authentic voice that speaks in in uh, in understanding rather than words, and then then you realize, "Oh my God, Aha!" I knew that, and it's been in here all along. You know, that kind of excitement, that's one of the best feelings in life, I think. So the the theme for the fall here is the aha moment. And uh, I want, I, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit, uh, too, and uh, you, you said there's, uh, there's more than an aha, uh, but it's in your next book. Um, you know what? Oh, yeah. We yeah. talked about that story. Do, do you, want to, you want to share that story? Yeah, I will because it is it is going to be in one of the chapters of of the new book I'm writing. Uh, and there was a time when I came. I've been coming to Peru for thirteen years, fourteen years, bringing people on spiritual journeys through Peru, which is why I fell in love with Peru. I was coming two or three times a year. One particular year, I was with this shaman, and we were 
um, just doing despacho ceremony, which is a ceremony to Mother Earth. And um, she asked, it happened to be a female, do you have any questions? And I said, yes, I do. Now, this, this is a two-part story because the second part is where I got the aha. And yeah. so I'm sitting there and I said, you know, all my life, and maybe some of you that are listening right now may, may be able to um, relate to this, but all my life I, I've had this ability to be able to read people, read their hearts, know who they were. And in many times uh, uh, in business deals, I would look around the table and, and inadvertently just know something I didn't know before I came in. And so I thought everybody could do that. I thought everybody was able to do what I did. So what ended up, what ended up happening is that um, I um, asked, how did I, how did I know this? And so about, you know, halfway through the ceremony, they, um, they asked me, do you want the answer to that question? I said, sure. Well, look at the top of Pachatusan. Pachatusan is one of the mountain ranges within the Andes. Look at the top of Pachatusan. Do you see those people walking on the very top? And, there's a, and, and, and believe it or not, I actually did see them. And, and, there, and at the very end of each, uh, at, at, you'll see different people holding like torches. That's the end of a lifetime. So basically, they said, um, every time you see the end of a torch and the beginning of another one, that's a different lifetime. I said, okay. He goes, well, for every lifetime that you see up there, you were their medicine man. You were their shaman. You were their wisdom keeper for those people. And I remember just thinking about that and, you know, being the corporate guy that I was at the time, I didn't exactly take that in, but, but I trusted it. And I, and I thought, wow, that's amazing. And it was something that really changed my life. Now, fast forward six, seven, eight years. I'm in the middle of a pandemic here in Peru. Uh, here in Peru, we were under martial law, and this is not the U.S. where they say uh, if you want to wear your mask, you can, or if you don't. Here it was wear your mask, stay home, or go to jail, and military ran the streets. During this, this time, I got really frustrated because I didn't know what to do. I was on property, and my employees couldn't come to work. I didn't see anybody for almost 30 days. Finally, I decided I wanted to do something about that, and I decided to help. For some reason, I wanted to help the indigenous people above Pizak. Pizak is a little village in the Sacred Valley. And then above Pizak in the mountains, in the high mountains, about 16,000 feet, you have 12 indigenous communities above Pizak. And so I had um, asked, how could I support them? And they said, well, they, they need provisions because they're not allowed to come down due to the pandemic. So, I mean, they grow their own potatoes, but they don't have other vegetables. And they sure didn't have oil and they didn't have matches. And things. I said, well, then I want to be able to do that. So I decided to, to make that happen. And then one particular town that we went to, I'm looking at this very elderly lady coming up to um, uh, grab her little bag that I had brought them. And I actually ended up serving about 4,000 people uh, provisions. And so we, I'm looking at this woman. And just for a moment, Brian, just for a moment, I thought to myself, what the heck am I doing? Why do I care? What, what, why waste my time and money coming up here to help people I don't even know? And then that aha moment that you're talking mm-hmm. about, really, mm-hmm. it was almost, it was amazing because I went from the questioning and anger to tears rolling down my face because I realized that the people that I saw in the story that I just told seven years before about the people that were walking on top of the Pachatusan Mountains and that I was their medicine man all those lifetimes, 
that in that moment, I looked at that woman again, and I realized that she, they, the people of those, all those communities, were descendants of the people I saw on top of Bashar Toussaint. It was such a big aha to me. I finally had realized why I was in Peru, that this, this land had drew, drawn, drawn, drawn me here um, mm-hmm. to be part of this community and to come back to my mother, to my motherland. And I just can't even begin to tell you, because you know when you get that aha moment, it's like a, a, a big light turns on. And, it, and, and in that moment, I found peace, and I found tranquility, and I found love and compassion in realizing why I had left you know, Long, uh, Long Beach, California, where I'd been for over 20 years, why I left my son just after graduating high school, I was drawn here. And that aha moment was a moment that I'll never forget. Never. That's a, that's a, that's a very special aha moment. It kind of sounds like, uh, the, uh, the, the realization that, uh, everyone there is really family. Yes. Yes. That, uh, you know, that, that, that you're, uh, you're all related, um, you know, not Albert Einstein, but Albert Schweitzer, one of my, one of my original mentors, uh, said, had a, had a, something he said one time was, um, we tend to treat people in two different ways. One is family and the rest somewhat less well. We cannot <laughs> afford to behave that way. And uh, I've always thought well, that is a really high standard. Uh, but mm-hmm. that sounds—that sounds like your aha moment that says that put that on your heart and says um, uh, this is the way it really is. Right? Yeah. It's. it's I, I love that you're using the aha thing because I think that people can really learn from each other's. Uh, what do they? What is it? I think the light turned on. Se prendió el foco. The light turned on, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and that really changed my life. That yeah. And I'm glad you asked that question because like I said, I'm, uh, it's, it's one of the stories I'm telling of going through COVID in a country where you don't belong. You, you, you don't, you're, you're a guest. Everything mm-hmm. is strained at the time. Uh, and then coming out on the other side and realizing that you're here for a purpose as we all are, wherever we may be. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, is there is there a suspicion of you as an outsider there, or are you uh, really accepted as family too? Well, you know, at the beginning, I think they look at everybody as you know we're all gringos. If we're not from oh, here, yeah. you're from the U.S. You're you're a gringo, and mm-hmm. so I think in the beginning, uh, because the indigenous people don't trust very easily, they're mm-hmm. very um, weary of travelers. They feel like we're always out to get something from them. Uh, but over time, Brian, my, my thought has always been, if you want to get in with a people or a group or, um, uh, give first, mm-hmm. give first and, well, and expect nothing in return and expect nothing yeah. in return. And that's what I did when I took those provisions up there. I didn't have to do that. I clearly did not have to do that. And, and, yeah. and I did it because I felt called to, uh, and as a result of that, um, you know, this year for my anniversary, um, I invited all 12 indigenous communities to come down and be part of the anniversary party I had. And they showed up and they showed up. And, and this is what they said to answer your question. They said, yeah. um, look at your family. We are your family now. Well, I, I almost put me to tears. Well, and uh, I think that video is somewhere on, on 
on my webpage, but it was a beautiful, a beautiful moment where they, I felt accepted to answer your question. Yes, yep. I am now part of their, uh, of their family. I've seen I've I've seen that video and and uh, you know there's uh, uh, the um, uh, the dancing and the culture and there's a lot of people wearing masks too if I remember right so um, yeah but yeah. Uh, well let's see we're we're up against another break here we'll uh, uh, we'll we'll take a break we'll come back with uh, Daniel Gutierrez from Catalina in Peru uh, and uh, finish things up here on Brave Hearts Radio on the other side of sixty seconds stick with us. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And you're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. I'm grateful to be with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about Catalina, the retreat in the sacred valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu, Peru, with uh, Daniel Gutierrez. He's a New York Times bestselling author and the founder of Catalina. Uh, you know, uh, Daniel, during the break, I, I mentioned that um, I had three goals uh, when I started uh, hosting Bravehearts Radio, and the first one was to have fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I always figure you have more fun, you get more done. Uh, the second, uh, to be grateful. And uh, also think that uh, gratitude is the beginning of all good things. And the third mm-hmm. uh, the third goal I had was to get good at it. And uh, t- a couple of weeks ago, I had a, you know, wrapping up the first year of, of the show, I, I said I you know, had a had a uh, opportunity to grade myself on the curve for getting good at it, and I thought, uh, what what is it that really helps me to be good at it? And, and you know what's you know what really helps me to to be good at doing the show is having a great guest. Uh, 
And uh, so thanks for being <laughs> here, man. <laughs> you, you have been uh, so much fun Thank to you. talk with, and you're always great to, to, to catch up with and, and to be involved with the, um, the, the retreat, uh, the virtual retreat, uh, as, as I have been, has been a real uh, privilege and a treat. Um, uh, so I want to mention once again um, the um, uh, virtual retreat uh, this coming weekend at uh, Catalina Retreat Center Peru dot com. Uh, you'll find over on the right side of the uh, the screen more, and uh, that's where you'll find the virtual retreat information. Check it out. So, um, winding things down. Any any final comments? Any ideas that uh, you should share yeah, with us? Yeah, I just really want to I want to encourage people to, to uh, go to the Catalina Retreat Center Peru dot com site. Click on more. Check out the, the, uh, the format that we have there, the video that we have there that um, tells you a little bit more about what to expect, uh, what we're going to be doing during the three days, how you can join, and how you prepare. We really have worked hard to create an experience that at least for those three days you get a little bit uh, of a reprieve from your daily life and travel to a place that, you know, Machu Picchu is one of the seminal wonders of the world uh, and see what the Peruvian people are all about and, and how they live through uh, their craftsmanship, their textiles, and their ceremonies. So I really want to invite you to consider it. Again, it starts on Friday, uh, ends on Sunday. You're only spending a couple, two or three hours per day, so it doesn't take a big part of your day. Catalina Retreat Center, Peru.com, and then click on more, and you'll see all the information you need. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, when uh, when I've had uh, the opportunity to be there. That um, you also uh, I know you also do uh, uh, some executive coaching and, and work like that. Uh, not really a yeah. sideline. That that that's that's been your career for some time too, right, Daniel? Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, I was a um, keynote speaker and, and and continue the keynote speaking. Obviously, I don't do a lot of. I do on Zoom. But coaching, executive coaching, uh, to learn more about that, you can go to my website, which is my name, danielgutierrez.com, uh, and that's G-U-T-I-E-R-R-E-Z.com, and you can learn more about me, you can learn about, you can make an appointment, it doesn't cost anything, I do free consultations, you can, you can uh, click on uh, book an appointment, and they're on my website, and uh, we can get together and see if we're fit for each other, but thank you for bringing that up, Brian, it's something I really enjoy doing. Uh, having had such a vast career in speaking, working with corporate, um, you know, and, and being an entrepreneur, um, and, and a little bit, as, as you uh, would uh, say, I resemble that remark of just a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that, um, I, I, lo- I like that. Uh, I like that crazy thing, you know, because um, yeah, <laughs> you're cra- you know, eat good crazy. You know, is, is <laughs> good crazy. He's not, right. he's not scary crazy. crazy. He's good crazy. But I, I think you're you're really <laughs> at, the, at the cutting edge right now of uh, um, you know the, the a convergence um, in in uh, in our world because what what I what I really believe is that every truly successful uh, business in the third millennium will be some form of social enterprise. And there's more and more and more people that 
get it. That's more that have that aha moment that says, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. There's more to it than that. And that's a, that's a, that's a factor of, of our abundance to be, able, you know, we, we've got, yeah. gotten beyond the point of, of saying, man, if, if he wins, I lose. And it's like there's, there's a whole lot more of a win-win mentality and even a win-win-win mentality uh, going on these days. Absolutely. I love it. Don't get crazy with us. <laughs> yeah, come get crazy with us at uh, at the uh, um, Catalina uh, virtual retreat uh, in the Sacred Valley of the Incas near, near Machu Picchu. Uh, I've, I've been to two of them, and I'm going back this weekend. I, I just absolutely love the time that I spend uh, at Catalina. I'm looking forward to being there live and uh, you know taking a taking a mm-hmm. month and uh, uh, hanging out. And uh, maybe the toughest thing for me will be acclimating. <laughs> You know, catching my wind, you know, because you're at some elevation there too. Uh, about, yeah, what, 10, about ten thousand feet. Mm-hmm. feet. Yeah, so you're you're mile high mm-hmm. times two. So um, that's right. Well, again, so it's it's been uh, it's been a real privilege you, uh, talking with you this week, Daniel. Uh, we've been talking about uh, Catalina with Daniel Gutierrez on Bravehearts Radio on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to check out BraveHeartsForKids.org. And please consider donating now. That helps us keep this going. And if you're interested in our uh, video, Mission Building Behavior Workshops and Retreats, you can email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Please plan to join us every Monday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 Central. You can work out your own time zone. Next week, we'll be talking about unity and uplifting others. And we'll have as our guest uh, Don Samuels. He's with Microgrants, and he's a Minneapolis community leader and really at the heart of the healing in Minneapolis. Uh, Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 